0: Hey Drew, what'd you do? Why are you? I was yawning. Oh. I'm super tired this morning. I don't know why. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I don't know, it just happens sometimes. I got a good amount of sleep and everything, but anyway. Um, we are here to talk about really expensive pens. Yes. A couple in particular, and one really cheap one, because I wanted Should to throw have won it my in text. there. So we got the Visconti, Medici. No. Magnifico. I keep Who? doing well, that. Well, no, I no, no. no that, that. That's
1: fine, that's fine, because it is uh, named and modeled after Lorenzo de' Medici. Yes. The 15th century banker and diplomats basically established the modern banking system their family and more or the less, Medici family and more or less ran Florence for you know a good chunk of his life yeah and look at this box though yeah for this is this is I mean this is heavy this is right legit metal here yeah um, it's got the uh, little portions of the Medici family crest on here and you'll see those in the pen
0: that's as well cool. that's cool that is hefty I mean
1: whew. and of course the crinkly plastic makes come back oh yes
0: Kind of love the scuzzy, no. crinkly.
1: Kind of love the crinkly plastic. That's when you. Know I would it's, be disappointed if you know it wasn't there. You know it's clean. So there you see the uh, the same fleur de lis, which is uh, a, a portion of the family crest. The family crest has like some like I always thought they were pepperonis, but you know they're little <laughs> red circles. But then these guys are kind of in a circle toward the middle there. Yes. And Brian, this is
0: actual marble here. That pen is baller. This is real marble. Yeah. Um, not I'm, marble dust, not any of this kind of stuff. It's like straight up carved mm-hmm. out of stone. And So the pattern is going to look different on every pen.
1: Yeah, but and you're always going
0: to have a white
1: texture. You know, I haven't, there's not a ton of variation in these. All the ones I've seen have been predominantly, you know, this you know, burgundy rust color up at the top and then, you know, Mm -hmm. a streak of white kind of going through the middle. They're pretty consistent. They're all beautiful. Absolutely. And this is um, sterling silver. And the uh, Visconti press release says that this was chiseled. So I'm not entirely sure if that was chiseled by hand. It even said something about using old techniques. So I'm not entirely sure what goes into that. I think there's some
0: handwork involved in there. Yeah. yeah. So that
1: is pretty cool. And it is the uh, hook safe lock with a ruthenium plated 23 karat palladium nib. So, just a gorgeous, gorgeous pen. Is that in the ruthenium? Oh, sorry. No, it's not. No, it's not. not. This one's not. The The other one's ruthenium. We'll get to that. Right. My mistake. How dare you, Jerome? I know. Um, And it is a power filler. So, you unscrew the sterling silver knob here, and ba-boom, blame a drink
0: in there. I like that it's not, like, a bright, shiny silver. It's, like, this aged-looking thing. This pen looks so renaissance. Like, one of my favorite movies is The Count of Monte Cristo. And this st- just looks like it just could be straight up out of that movie, for sure. And I think that they picked these colors, um, you know, based
1: on uh, the Medici family, you know, crest and colors. And I think even the amount of facets has something to do with the uh, Duomo in Florence. So, yeah, I mean, it's Visconti. Every, every little aspect of this has a story. Every, it all has a reason behind it, which, you know, at the price, which I think this one is uh, 1916, Yes. You know, it is a chunk of change. However, that's $1,900, not $19. Sorry if there was confusion there. Um, but there's something to say about it, and that, that's something that I appreciate. You know, there are a lot of, you know, you know, luxury brands out there that sell, you know, things at this price.
0: And they might have, like, a theme or a, a franchise behind it or something like that. Or just a name sometimes.
1: Yeah. But maybe when you like have a parent. lot of different aspects, you can talk about and understand why and what goes into it. And, you yeah. know, it's a little bit more understandable. So you're gonna you can pick one
0: of these up? Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, maybe one of each. You know what? I was thinking about this, and I'm really glad that you don't pay me in store credit because I wouldn't be able to feed myself. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. Your, your, yeah, your child would
0: starve. He would, and uh, yeah, your wife would probably not uh, not want much. To do, she would, would have you? she would have words with me. Yeah, probably. Um, we're going to mix it up, though, because I don't want everybody to be like, you only talk about expensive pens. So we're going to throw a super cheap one in the mix. Um, we have this beautiful Pilot Varsity. Why did you bring a Pilot this is Varsity actually here. This is actually vintage. This is the old design. Uh, they have been since redesigned. It this, looks old. this one looks a little more retro. <laughs> I think it was designed, like, redesigned like two or three years ago. Um, but I want to talk about how to eyedropper convert these because they are, they are marketed as a disposable fountain pen. Um, So they come pre-inked. This is the green one, hence the green ink on my fingers. Uh, But you can actually, once these things are used up, you can reuse them. And it's nothing that complicated. I've seen some of the craziest hacks that people have tried to do. I've seen people take an ink syringe and like cut off the syringe and try to like fit it on there and push ink through it. I've seen people like drill holes into it, fill it, and then like epoxy over it, plug it up.
1: Like at that point, aren't you just doing more? Like you're doing a lot of work. The
0: amount of work that it takes to buy a new one. Um, perhaps. But I'm gonna show you a life hack for this. Literally, all you have to do is just grab. Okay, Andy, you ready to go? So this is this is inked up. So I'm gonna get a little inky fingers. But the whole the whole nib and section everything just pulls right out of the pen, and then you have an eyedropper convertible body. What? It's, It's just friction fit. That's all it takes. So
1: are people drilling holes? I don't know,
0: because I think people are afraid to yank their pen apart. Oh, geez. But so I'm that came to, out, I'm that seemed like break. it came out really easily. It did. This is, this is the first time I've taken, uh, well, okay, I took it out once prior to this just to do it, but it was just as easy the first time. I'm I I guessing it's, it's just that. as easy on the new models, right? Nothing's yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah. So you just take an ink syringe, boom, you fill it up once it's all cleaned out, obviously. Put whatever ink you want in there. It holds a decent amount of ink too. It's like two and a half mils or three mils or something like that. And then you just take it and you... Jam it back on in there. All right, Brian. Well, thanks for making a sell out of and Varsity's. And you run it. Yes, yeah. That's it. That's all it takes. So you can pick one of those up for three bucks. Hmm. Now let's talk about a $2,000 pen. <laughs> let's do that. It's a nice, natural, <laughs> organic like, shift. Woo. Yeah. Um, so this one, I'm going to let you touch this one because now my fingers are all yucky. <laughs> Probably a good idea. This one is crazy looking. This is the Visconti Tor- Torpedo. Torpedo. Yeah. And this is just very Visconti, right? It's like a really interesting contrast. So these are both limited edition pens that came out fairly recently. It's a completely different style than the Magnifico, which is super like classic Florence. You look at that and then you look at this and you're like, this does not, this is like more of the, like, you think of the Italian Renaissance with the Magnifico, you think of like Italian like race cars and stuff like that. Right. Like this, I think like this the is. technology side of it. Right. This is,
1: I think, uh, loosely based on kind of uh, the futuristic um, artistic movement from like the 30s and the 40s. Like yeah. how in the 30s and 40s we thought.
0: The future would look like yeah you know sort of like a carousel of progress if yes you will. yes which like is my favorite ride at Disney. By yeah, the way. It's pretty cool. Now you're gonna get that song stuck in my head. But <laughs> it's, it's a uh, great big oh, beautiful tomorrow. You borrow. went there. He went there. He went Shining there. on the light <laughs> of every day. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the first time I've ever sung on
1: camera. <laughs> well, let's anyway not make it the last. <laughs> um, so it's made with. I think they're calling this unidirectional carbon fiber. So most of the yeah. time, you see carbon fiber, it's, it's, like, it's a weave, it's a woven, yeah. yeah, which you know helps give give it strength.
0: <laughs> this is very strong as well, obviously, but it's, it's, hard, it's hard to work with. Yes, right?
1: it's super hard to work with. Yeah. Like, even
0: the weave is really hard to work with. It's it's anyone who's ever dealt with carbon fiber, you know, it's a it's a tricky material, and uh, it's difficult to get the weave pattern to look right. It's difficult to get it to hold correctly, and from what I understand, it's even more difficult to have it unidirectional like this. And, in fact, when they were telling us about this pen, they said they have to basically throw away one pen for every one that they make because it's that difficult. They like a challenge, apparently. Yeah, which is, again, part of why it costs what it costs because okay. you're basically paying for two pens. Right. I mean, they don't make an entire pen, but, like, the material that they make for it, it kind of gets scrapped.
1: So this is the one with the ruthenium nib. That's got the ruthenium so nib. this yeah. has the black nib on there. Yeah. So the gunmetal
0: uh Gunmetal looking, which we had. We had that on the Opera Master... Crimson Tide with the gunmetal trim. Can you, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, Drew, come on. He just wants to hold the pen. Um, I, you know, me personally, I like big pens. I like heavy pens. This one checks all those boxes for me. Just the weight and the balance of this pen is phenomenal. And it's got some nicer touches in here too. Like, you know, the machining on it is really nice with all the trim pieces. You know, it really complements well the carbon fiber. And then, you know, the ink window that they have in mm-hmm. here, it's flush with the carbon fiber. It's not proud of right. it, so it's, it feels very smooth, very contiguous throughout the panel. It looks like it should be on three different levels, like the,
1: the, uh, the metal and then the carbon fiber and then the acrylic window, mm-hmm. but the acrylic and the carbon fiber right there flush against each other. So, yeah. it just it took a lot of time to do this, clearly.
0: And the threads, they're not like sharp threads, they're like kind of no. rounded off. They don't they, bother your hand at all. They feel really, really good.
1: And it's got the double reservoir power filler, as you can mm-hmm. see with the ink window
0: here. So this one's yes. going to have that second ink chamber for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, two pretty expensive pens and one super cheap one. So maybe, uh, you know, I figure it's like, obviously, with these types of pens, like I'm not even buying one of these for myself, unless you know, there's a late birthday gift that Rachel wants to surprise me with. Which I don't, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the case here. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's these are, these are the kind of pens that even if you're not going to buy one, which most people aren't. Um, at least you can appreciate the technology, you can appreciate the design and kind of what goes into it. And it gives a little bit of inspiration. Oh, that looks good. It gives some inspiration for like what, what could possibly be. And usually when there's stuff like this, they're like pushing the envelope as far as design and technology with these limited edition pens. I like how you sell them in the plastic. Um, Inconspicuous. You know, when you uh, when you push the envelope like that, then usually some of these design elements can like trickle down onto less expensive pens. That's true. So that's kind of interesting. All about innovation. So, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Anyway, we hope you've enjoyed this inaccessibly expensive uh, pen feature. in Everybody, right everybody
1: needs a grail, right?
0: Yes. Um, we are going to be doing tomorrow. Oh, we didn't even talk about the fact that it's... It's Tuesday today and not Monday. That's okay. They know. We did did the 100,000 subscriber giveaway on YouTube yesterday, which if you haven't seen that already, go check that out because we're giving away a Visconti Opera Master Luna. And uh, so we we opted not to do right now yesterday. We're doing it today. We are. And then we're going to do another one tomorrow. So we're going to be back on our regular schedule, and I think Rachel might be on for that one. We're going to talk about a new pen brand, potential pen brand. So be ready for that. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. See ya. Right on.